Put down that smartphone and listen to me. I'm Matthew Milligan, professional musician and lifelong Weird Al fan. Each week, I'm joined by professional podcaster and close personal friend Matt Kelly to take a dive off the deep end into the vast career of pop culture icon Weird Al Yankovic on our show, Weird Algorithm. Along with some very special guests from the worlds of music and comedy, we tackle every song, every television appearance, and every bit of sketch comedy Al has produced in chronological order, covering the good old days of My Bologna and Eat It, the fun zone of tacky and white and nerdy, and everything in between. As we go, we're ranking the songs, albums, and music videos in the hopes of creating the ultimate guide to a career bigger than the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. So the next time you're having one of those days stuck in a traffic jam wondering why does this always happen to me, just kick off your sneakers and stick around for a while because we've got it all on Weird Algorithm, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now you know. Was that enough references? corners of the internet, a nameless, formless entity has been growing. No one dares question where it was created or what it wants, but those who have been entranced by its musings chant its blood-curdling name in unison. Horror Movie Night! Find Horror Movie Night on your favorite podcasting app or at hmnpodcast.com. So, <laughs> we're recording this uh, end of January. End of January. We're going to be optimistic that we're putting this out to celebrate the Eagles winning the Super Bowl, <laughs> but they might not even get to the Super Bowl, yeah. so we're just talking about it because it's a good-ass special. Yeah. I think they have a game literally today. Today so or that tomorrow. Would be, that would be wild if like, we record this episode and then the Eagles are out. <laughs> yeah. Look. And this is coming from two motherfuckers who could care less. I don't or the other. give a shit. Um, I am a Ravens fan. I grew up in Glen Burnie. Um, I was born in 92. So Baltimore literally got a, 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 their football team back in 96. So like I've always bled black and purple. Um, and I honestly, red. since the <laughs> and honestly, since the pandemic, like I have yet to get back into football. I used to love watching football honestly and then the pandemic happened and much like with wrestling i was like this shit is depressing to watch without fans in the stands yeah it's, just, it's a constant reminder of hey, everything shit ain't, shit ain't looking good brother <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh it's... so and then i i just i i still do the fantasy football thing i love playing fantasy football with my buddies i keep up literally by the stats on my phone now i really have not watched in three years i guess and i uh literally watch the super bowl and if i'm at a friend's house and it's on the tv yeah. like that's that's the You're extent like, i of hope the... they play the ant-man trailer yeah <laughs> not even yeah 
I dude, hope the Doritos commercial's the, good this year. That's, I mean, it's more like that, dude. Last year was a devastating year for commercials. I feel like they've gotten progressively worse. Well, it's not. I wouldn't even say they got progressively worse. The problem is that they stopped being like. It stopped being like, ooh, let's see what crazy like out of the out of the box commercial we get and yeah. it's way more like you said like the ant-man trailer is gonna like it's like just yeah. movie trailers it's like i don't care like the movie trailers i want to see a million times like yeah. i want to see the commercials that are just so fucking bonkers off the wall bizarre the last time i got excited by a super bowl commercial was when they did the the cloverfield paradox yeah. I thought that was fucking awesome. It now, was cool that it was literally the trailer and it was like debuting tonight. Yeah, like that's fucking rad. And yeah. I love I love Cloverfield. I love 10 Cloverfield Lane. I know that Cloverfield Paradox has its issues. It's fucking weird. It's not great. But I will always look back at that movie fondly because of that. I'm like, that's fucking cool. Yeah. No, no. There was definitely the pluses. Anyway, always sunny right, in Philadelphia. Because maybe the Eagles are there. Yeah, maybe. Um. So you picked this one. This is like a this is like one this of your all time favorites, watch, man. Yeah. And I've I've brought it up multiple times. I'm shocked that we hadn't done this before. For some reason, it just never popped in my head when you're like, "Give me something that you really love." Um, and this is one of them. I absolutely adore this Christmas special. Um, it's season six. Um, I remember constantly seeing the standalone DVD sitting on the shelves. And as a matter of fact, we saw it last night Yeah, uh, when we were out. But I just remember seeing that um, when I was a little younger, probably in high school at this point. I don't remember when uh, season six came out, but I absolutely adore it. I think there are so many quotable lines in this episode alone, in the yeah. series as a whole. But in this episode alone, there are so many quotables that I say constantly so it's constantly. not it's not on that level for me but this was definitely this came out at the peak of my always sunny fandom yeah and i wouldn't even say man the way that i'm going to word this it's going to sound like such hipster bullshit yeah. but we'll get there so i had heard about always sunny yeah randomly caught an episode fucking loved it of course went out and bought every season that was on dvd mm-hmm. up until that point same and then there was, I want to say it was around season six or seven. So I yeah. bought this special and then it was like, as the next season was airing, something just didn't sit right with me. Yeah. And I, it was like that fan. It was, it's kind of like the Rick and Morty thing. Like the level of fandom was like, I was getting that vibe that they weren't getting that these aren't people to look up to. <laughs> Yeah, the, the fans. The fans. I the think fans. It, like, the show the, always the guy, knows. Yeah, the, the creators have been very clear of how awful these people are. And that's what I think that's what allows them to get away with as much as they have because yeah. you are very accepting of these people are awful. Yeah, they're, mo- they're, they're literally they're, monsters. They're supposed to be bad people. We're not supposed to like them. But I agree with what you're saying. Now, I will say... But that's what I kind of... Basically, what I was going to say is at that point, I stopped watching. And now I do want to get back into it. But there's so many fucking seasons. So we just just did it. We just just rewatched all of Always Sunny. And it was was not hard, honestly. Well, it's short seasons. I know that much. But it is... like When you see that there's like, what, 16, 17 seasons at this point, you're like, oh, that's a a tall hill. It's a... a, (laughs) Always Sunny is a great show to throw on again... 
while you're doing something else. Like, put it on. You can kick back, do some shit on your computer, play a game or something. Yeah. And, and it's great to just have on in the background. Kick back, relax, relax, and all cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but Shooting some b-ball outside of the school. school. Uh, so let's. So <laughs> the episode starts off. Oh Charlie God, and Mac God, are I decorating. Uh, I do love on Christmas Eve. On Christmas Eve, I do love the one line where he's telling him, "No, your other left," and that gets in this whole conversation. Um, <laughs> well, that doesn't make any sense. We're two different people. <laughs> yeah, we're two different people. We have different lefts. <laughs> It's an expression. Well, the expression doesn't really make any sense, Mac. <laughs> we have two different lefts. Um, and that's where we, we kind of set up all the different pieces yeah. of this puzzle. D, right? D and Dennis end up coming in, and they're like, what the fuck are you guys doing? They're like, well, it's Christmas. We're decorating for Christmas. They're like, if you love Christmas so much, why do you always wait until Christmas Eve to decorate? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like, this is our Christmas tradition. We decorate. The, the bar and then we get drunk and throw rocks at trains <laughs> i love that throw why would rocks? you throw rocks at trains because it's, <laughs> it's a tradition yeah it's it's chaos and then also frank shows up with his lamborghini oh my god and and, and we established that he's that he's ruined christmas yeah. multiple years for yeah for d i love and mac or the, dennis i love the sense of dread in dennis's face yeah. when when uh, Charlie's like, well, I guess I was told to call uh, Frank when you guys got here. So <laughs> Frank, they're in here. Dennis, the bird is I landing. Need you the eagle, yeah, the eagle's, the eagle's landed. <laughs> Dennis, I need you to come outside. No, Frank, if you're going to ruin my Christmas, you can ruin it in here. I can't. It won't fit. And Dennis, it's your dream gift. And he's like, how is he going to? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It's so good. And then. We get this beautiful Christmas version of the Always Sunny theme yes. that plays. I always love when we've talked about this before. We love when a show, it's Christmas yeah. episode, add some of those jingle bells yeah. to it. And I think the uh, the theme to Always Sunny, that like stock music, yeah, is is festive. Is, it is already it, festive. It, it so is weird with a little way. Adding this is. in, it's 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 nice. It makes me feel at home. So what we end up establishing because yeah. this. Is, this is like one of those episodes where we could easily go like two hours breaking yeah, this down. Yeah, like I, I so so this. so one of these episodes. So so the basic premise is that Dennis and D yeah have had Christmas ruined from the, by them uh, ruined for them every year by Frank. Yes, who constantly buys the gift that they want for, for himself, himself and yeah, gives he calls them it nothing. The fake out. The fake the out. Fake out. <laughs> like, the, the fucking. Oh my god! The morning, the Christmas story, the the video that they watch. Yeah. it's 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 <laughs> fucked up. So they they watch a video. Um, the uh, so actually we're getting ahead. All right, go, say, go back, go back. So go back, go back. so that's their storyline, yeah. and then meanwhile Mac loves christmas because his parents yeah. always got him everything that he ever wanted Mac and charlie are kind of having their own christmas yeah adventure, they're having which i would christmas. argue mac and charlie's storyline is the standout that's the, the better two. story like 100 oh, sure. so so there's this scene where they're going through mac's bedroom closet yeah. and he's pulling out all the different toys Dude, the fucking simon the, well, we'll get there we'll get there because i have a quote written down on that but the line before that that I laugh at was he pulls out a karate. He goes, check this out, karate trophy. He goes, wow, you got a karate trophy? And he goes, yeah, I found it in the street. And he goes, oh, that makes, oh, that sense. makes a lot more sense. <laughs> like, 
And then he finds the, the Simon. Fucking, hold on. Captain Caveman, he, pull, he pulls out this club and he hands it to Charlie. And he's like, Captain Caveman, remember when we used to go around the neighborhood and shave dogs and put their hair on our face and then chase around and bash them to bits? <laughs> but then, like these are lock lock key kill children, dude. Oh like, my god, hundred percent. But then they get they find the Simon game. Oh my god! And Charlie, <laughs> Charlie hits the button or whatever once, and he, he goes. I was like, I wrote, <laughs> I wrote the, the quote first down. one. He just goes, boop, no, he goes, he goes. Hey, I got the first one, bro. Yeah. And then yeah. it goes, boop, boop. And he goes, oh, no. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> he goes, uh-oh. <laughs> well, two lit up. Well, which one's lit up? Yellow and blue. Well, then hit yellow and blue. I don't know what order it happened. <laughs> boop, boop. Right, you got well, lucky. You got lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Day is so fucking so funny fucking in this. So good. But uh, so, they, so then they find the best part in the whole episode in my Red eyes. Been the robot? Is finding the VHS tape yeah. and watching this Christmas morning tape where Charlie, his dad, and his mom are opening gifts. Mac. Mac and his I dad. I keep saying yeah. the wrong names. No yeah. worry. Mac, his mom, and his dad are yeah. opening gifts. And when Mac sees that he gets a Cabbage Patch doll, he, <laughs> he's he, like, screaming. Screams. And you hear a rustling upstairs and the camera pans and there's a family coming down the stairs looking panicked. And the camera cuts off, and Max just like, "Oh man, another great Christmas memory." Yeah. And Charlie's like, "What? What? What was that? What was the family at the end? Well, that was the other family coming in to get their gifts." Yeah. What? What do you mean? Well, that's that's what happens. That's it's why a South Philly tradition, bro. Yeah. Like I would wake up, and there'd be no presents because the family would be there. So we go next door and and get our gifts, and the next family would come down. Um, and then they would go to the to the neighbors and get their gifts. It's a yeah. South Philly tradition, Charlie. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, it's not. It's not. I I'm pretty sure you were stealing from that family. So like the the big gift was uh, Redmond the robot. Red, uh, is it that Red, it? Was Robbie Red, the robot? Whatever. Robbie the robot. Something. One Some of robot. one of them is the updated version, and one of them's like the old school. Version. Robbie's the updated one. I think it was just uh, I can't remember whatever it I was some it, it was some matter. it's an actual toy from the eighties yeah but they were uh, so it's establishing that they're like well what do we do should we return this yeah. robot to Ricky Falcone and they're all bummed and can we just like instead of bouncing back between these two stories just focus can we just on this focus one? on this one and then we can talk a little bit about yeah. the D and Dennis one so so while they're trying to fix Max ruined Christmas then they accidentally ruin Charlie's <laughs> so Christmas they go to Charlie's house. This shit is fucking great. And his mom is like, all his mom is, is us. us. Yeah, yeah. Just like decorations everywhere, just like yep. in the Christmas spirit. There's and like cookies cooking. Yeah. And like Charlie's telling the story of like how all the elves used to come by and yeah, drop off gifts. He's like, for him. he's like, yeah, man, I'm feeling the Christmas spirit now. You feeling it? Max, like, yeah, I'm getting it. I'm back. He's like, yeah, we've got decorations, good lights. The Santa Clauses are gonna be coming over later. <laughs> Max, like, whoa, whoa, wait, what? He's like, oh yeah, it's the best tradition. What would happen is like all these Santa Clauses come over and they come over and they bring me gifts and stuff or whatever, and then they go upstairs and cheer up my mom. <laughs> And he's like running through all this. He's like, I didn't really understand the gifts sometimes because they give him like fucking like plumber's glue yeah. and shit. And that's where you see like Charlie the origins has, of yeah, glue his, sniffing, his snoo- glue sniffing habit. Um, but my favorite is when he's like, Yeah, one time Santa brought one of his elves over, and it is a little person who's like, God damn, it's hot as a fucking sauna. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Merry Christmas, kid, and walks upstairs. 
And I quote Max return line all the time where he looks at him and he goes, uh, Charlie, I hate to break this to you, but based on the story that you just told me, <laughs> I think your mother was a prostitute. Yeah. <laughs> No. Yeah. Chew on that for a while. <laughs> like, Max's reaction to this is so fucking funny. And it so happens yeah. later in the episode as well. He's like, yeah, I'm starting to think that is my mom's not a prostitute. Charlie, your mom's a prostitute. Accept it. Move on. <laughs> so, yeah, then they go, they go and use the robot to apologize yeah. to Ricky. And he's like. What, so you stole this from me 20 years ago, and now you're just going to return it? And he's like, like, oh, well, we didn't say we were returning it. <laughs> I believe the robot finds under, uh, falls under the finder's keeper's clause. <laughs> uh, so then, like, Ricky kind of, like, chews them out, and then they're like, oh, yeah. we got to bring... We fucked this up. We got to fix Christmas. So they're yeah. like, we're going to go to the mall, yep. and we're going to buy Ricky an awesome Christmas gift. Yeah. Uh, and this is where the, the Robbie robot oh thing comes God. up. So they go to the fucking toy store. And this is this was the first time that I noticed this, where they're like they're looking, they're like I got nothing. Let me ask this guy, what is the hottest selling toy you have in the store right now? Yeah, and he goes Robbie the robot, which and he's the shit don't change, and then says let me get one of those. They're sold out. Bitch, you asked you answered the question wrong. Then. Yeah, he did <laughs> answer the question wrong, but I do love Charlie's thing where he's like. What do you mean that's out of stock on Christmas Eve? Yeah. What kind of establishment are you running? <laughs> this stuff should be in stock more He's than like, ever. Max, like, you think Mike Schmidt came in here? Dude, the Mike Schmidt thing is so fucking funny to me because that is like my era of when I cared about Philly sports was like yeah. the Phillies with Mike Schmidt. And I can promise you that if I brought that up to anyone like Nobody 10 years knows. younger, they're like, who are you talking about? Yeah. I'm like, Mike Schmidt, he was great. Yeah. He's, John he's, Cruck, all he's of the, the classics. I'm leading home run hitter. Charlie's like, no, he's not. not. He's like, well, well amongst white, white people. guys, he's like, no, not even amongst <laughs> white people. Babe Ruth has more home runs than he does. It's it's so funny. You think it's, Vaughn Hayes came in here? Dude, nobody knows who Vaughn, Vaughn Hayes, Hayes is. is. And it's so funny that I'm listening to them talking. I'm like, I remember all of these things. Like because there was oh so this God. is like a very weird thing to remember. And I wonder if they did that. There's yeah. no way that this was just locally. But at I want to say it was Burger King at the time. Yeah. You could buy this stand. This like four ball stand. Okay. And then it was four it was four baseballs of the top players on the Phillies faces on them. And I used to have it. I used to have the whole set of all and it was like Mike Schmidt, John Krog, Von yeah. It's like all of those dudes. Um yeah. So random that that, that was like at a fast food <laughs> establishment. But I I just randomly I remember mean, it had that. It to be a local thing. Yeah, I can't right. imagine that, like, that globally they're like yeah. the Phillies are who we're really pushing <laughs> yeah. here at the old the old Burger King. So they end up getting McDonald's they, they end up yeah. buying uh him a shirt uh because they, they say that he's in a rut. Yeah. Even though he, he's like, I'm not a fucking rut, dude. Yeah. So they end up buying him a shirt and they're walking through the mall. And then and Charlie, Charlie sees, sees a Santa. Santa. Oh no. Oh my god! And this is where this straight to DVD earned its R rating. Yeah, because well, the the Hulu clip does it. It kept it. It kept. Oh, that's good at least. Yeah, Yeah, the the Hulu clip. Did you fuck my mom? 
Yeah, so so Did you fuck my fucking so he mom. He fucking walks out. Did you fuck He's my pushing mom? people out of the way, and and Mac, uh, this is part. This is one of my favorite Mac moments where he's just like fucking like Charlie. What are you doing, man? He's like, he's like helping. He's like trying to like. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And he just sits on his lap, and say, "Oh my god, fucking Santa, man." It's so good though. It's so fucking good. He's like, "I'll take care of this." Yeah. What do you want? He's like, "Do you fuck my mom?" What? <laughs> Did you fuck my mom? Did you fuck my mom? Did you fuck my fucking mom? <laughs> and then, <laughs> out of nowhere, takes a chomp out of fucking Santa Claus's yeah. <laughs> throat. And all the while, Mac is freaking out. Yeah. Like He's like, oh my god, dude, what are you doing? Freaking out. Like and then elbows some woman in the yeah. face by accident. It's chaos. And they get blood all over the shirt all they over just the bought. Shirt. I love it. Charlie, we gotta go, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I think at this point we can pause their story. That's okay. kind of that's yeah. kind of the end of their story okay, up yep. until the end of it. And then the the D and Dennis story is kind of whatever. They they find out that Frank thinks his old business partner yeah. that he fucked over is dead. Yeah. He's not. Yep. But he's a born again Christian. Um, yes. So he's like, oh, well, you know, I, I've forgiven Frank, but, you know, I would like to teach him about, you know, the loving embrace yeah. of God or whatever. Um, so they're they're trying to do a Christmas story thing with him. Frank sees through it instantaneously and decides, dude, hold on. That fucking the, the, the moment that they find his his ex-business partner yeah. and convince him when he first shows up and they pump fog under the fucking yeah. door when Frank's like, fire, fire. <laughs> oh, my God. It just starts breaking the window. And they're like, Frank, it's not a fire. I'm your business partner. And he's like, ghost. Goes and picks up a fucking golf club and starts swinging. <laughs> Dude, Frank is insane. But Frank they're they're trying to like put together the Christmas story thing. So it's like his business partner's telling yeah. him about how how he's been wronged and they're bringing up the Christmas past. He's like, "He taught me the fake out. The fake out's yeah. the best." Um and then <laughs> they want to do the present next. They want to show him how much people hate him. <laughs> Why did you bring me to my new my old office? How is this a Christmas present? <laughs> But then they have him hide inside the couch. Oh, my God. That's so, right. Fucking. Oh, my God. And it's so and obvious. If you want to do this, we're going to do it my way. Sew me up in the couch. <laughs> it's a great hiding place. I sew myself into the couch at home all the time. It's a good way to catch Charlie beaten off. <laughs> and Dee's like, why would you want to catch Charlie masturbating? Nope. Don't tell me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But like the shot of the couch where it's like this big lump in the center of it, and everyone's like, "Is there a guy?" Ignore the man in the couch. So there's a man in the couch. Frank Reynolds is an asshole. Frank Reynolds is an asshole. Who's Frank Reynolds? He's the guy in the couch. Put down that smartphone and listen to me. I'm Matthew Milligan, professional musician and lifelong Weird Al fan. Each week, I'm joined by professional podcaster and close personal friend Matt Kelly to take a dive off the deep end into the vast career of pop culture icon Weird Al Yankovic on our show, Weird Algorithm. Along with some very special guests from the worlds of music and comedy, we tackle every song, every television appearance, and every bit of sketch comedy Al has produced in chronological order, covering the good old days of My Bologna and Eat It, the fun zone of Tacky and White and Nerdy, and everything in between. As we go, we're ranking the songs, albums, and music videos in the hopes of creating the ultimate guide to a career bigger than the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. 
So the next time you're having one of those days stuck in a traffic jam wondering why does this always happen to me, just kick off your sneakers and stick around for a while because we've got it all on Weird Algorithm. Available wherever you get your podcasts. And now you know. Was that enough references? In the darkest corners of the internet, a nameless, formless entity has been growing. No one dares question where it was created or what it wants, but those who have been entranced by its musings chant its blood-curdling name in unison. Find Horror Movie Night on your favorite podcasting app or at hmnpodcast.com. At maximum mediocrity, people say things like, I don't dress like this on a regular basis. This isn't my, you know, pooping uniform. This is not <laughs> And they also say things like, the, the nurses are usually either angels of mercy or whores. Every episode is a new experience where you get to know people that aren't famous but should be. Why am I facing Floyd Mayweather in the Woods. My co-host Morgan and I track down the people you didn't know you needed to hear from. It's like hot sex in a mug. We are the Maximum Mediocrity Podcast, and we are on all major podcasting platforms. We'll be waiting for you. Danny DeVito's awkward, naked so body. sweaty. It's this sweaty, weird-shaped body. It is very much reminiscent of Jim Carrey crawling out of the rhino's ass. A thousand, a thousand in, uh, percent. Ace Ventura too, but the the line that I actually love is then they go in to do the Christmas future, yeah, and they take him to the graveyard. And yep. first Frank's like, "Don't bury me, just toss me yeah. into the trash." He said, "This isn't this isn't the future. When I die, just throw me in the trash." Yeah. But he walks off. Nothing has worked. He's called them out on like this has nothing about making me a better person. You just yeah. want Christmas gifts. Is it Eugene? Walks away, and then Eugene just goes. I really didn't think I'd still be here at this point. <laughs> you know what, Eugene? You have been useless. <laughs> so they leave him. Is that the line where he's like, why don't you pray to your God and ask his ass for a ride? <laughs> <laughs> so so they leave Eugene in the graveyard. Oh, they they go back to the bar. They're all miserable. Um, I think at this point, they attempt caroling. Yeah. They attempt so, caroling so as a group go, to they Rick. They go home. They, they go to the bar. Is that the moment where they're like, take everything down, dude? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Take they, everything down, yeah, dude. I fucking all of, swear to God. I hate, yeah, hate Christmas. All of them are pissed off. Yep. And they're like, let's just go sing Christmas carols for Rick Falcone. Yeah. It'll make us feel better. Yeah. The whole city's like, shut the fuck up. It's, it's 4 a.m. Yeah, it's 4 <laughs> in the morning. Well, then they get home. Dude, and they get the phone call D's, that hold on D's line when they're fucking <laughs> when they're walking home because the car got towed. Yeah. They're walking home and <laughs> they're talking about the car getting towed. And Charlie's like, "Who tows on Christmas Eve?" And D just goes, "Christmas." They're like, "What? It's been Christmas for six hours, you dumb shit!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's when they get the phone call. That Danny DeVito has been thrown yeah. from the car. Frank's dead. Is dead. Frank's dead. Yeah, Frank's dead. <laughs> they want us to come in and identify the body. So they go and they ID the body, and it's Frank. <laughs> Actually, this happens before the caroling. Yeah. They go and they see Frank, and he tells them about. That's right. He got thrown from the car, yeah. and he imagined himself in a claymation situation, which is yeah. fine. But it's it's in the grand scheme of like 
things that have done the claymation bit. This is not yeah. my top ranking it's, one. It's, there's a parody song. He gets ravaged. The by, song is really like, not that catchy, which no, is a bummer. It, it is not at all. Um, he gets ravaged by the the gang, like like absolutely destroyed in the yeah. most horrific way possible. Very mad TV, mad TV TV esque for sure. And then they they do the caroling. They're walking back to the bar at six in the morning, pissed yeah. off that yeah. none of this worked out. And then they show up, and Frank and Eugene have redecorated mm-hmm. all the Christmas stuff. And Frank's given them all the things they ever wanted. Yeah. Um. And then that's when Eugene turns around and reveals that he is not, in fact, a born again Christian. Yeah. He's always been a liar and a thief. Yeah. And he's going to. Do you take... think if they would have treated Eugene better, like this would not have happened? Uh, I've always gone back and forth. Like, I don't I know. know that line at the end where he's like, "I'm still a liar and a thief." Yeah. But I'm like. I feel like this was just his story arc of them fucking with him so much that he's like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, it's possible. (laughs) But my favorite thing during this whole thing where he's like holding them at gunpoint and robbing them is Charlie Day just going, I don't even know you, I don't even know you, dude. (laughs) Oh, man. I don't even know you, dude. I love when he pulls out the gun and Frank's like, a gun. I love guns. Thank you. But then he turns on the old snow machine and they have to, there's no way that this scene in my eyes wasn't filmed jackass style where they just set up a bunch of cameras and they're like, look, we're going to blast this thing at you point blank. You might get hurt, but we've got multiple cameras running to just capture what happens when this hits you. Um, because it is vi- like oh, they yeah. are it's, flying. They, they, uh, yeah, they are. Yeah, they uh, are. And then it ends beautifully with them throwing rocks at trains, rocks and then it flashes back to Charlie and yeah. Mac as kids, so uh, celebrating uh, their shitty Christmases by throwing rocks at trains. Yeah, a lot of our, <clears throat> a lot of this episode has been us just quoting it because I think it's it definitely stands up on its own. I I I. If you have not seen this, I think you need to watch it. I think it's really good. Even if it's not like a watch every year for you as it is for me. I think it's got enough funny lines. It's got enough comedy. Um, Yes, everybody in it is horrible. But I feel like at the end, it still has a good message. It does have a pretty sweet message at the end. I'll give you that. But uh, you know what, Dylan? Yeah. It's a sunny Christmas here with you. It is, man. I love you. I love you. Whoa, oh, whoa, oh, oh, now we won't stop till the big ball drops on New Year's. Happy, happy, happy holiday. Have a great, great, great holiday. Have a merry, 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 happy holiday. Put down that smartphone and listen to me. I'm Matthew Milligan, professional musician and lifelong Weird Al fan. Each week, I'm joined by professional podcaster and close personal friend Matt Kelly to take a dive off the deep end into the vast career of pop culture icon Weird Al Yankovic on our show, Weird Algorithm. Along with some very special guests from the worlds of music and comedy, we tackle every song, every television appearance, and every bit of sketch comedy Al has produced in chronological order, covering the good old days of My Bologna and Eat It, the fun zone of tacky and white and nerdy, and everything in between. As we go, we're ranking the songs, albums, and music videos in the hopes of creating the ultimate guide to a career bigger than the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. 
So the next time you're having one of those days stuck in a traffic jam wondering why does this always happen to me, just kick off your sneakers and stick around for a while because we've got it all on Weird Algorithm. Available wherever you get your podcasts. And now you know. Was that enough references? In the darkest corners of the internet, a nameless, formless entity has been growing. No one dares question where it was created or what it wants, but those who have been entranced by its musings chant its blood-curdling name in unison. Find Horror Movie Night on your favorite podcasting app or at hmnpodcast.com. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 